soon as we finished the questionnaire, she goes, yeah, well, looks like you have ADHD. People always say right before you die, your life flashes before your eyes. Just all these memories from your past. No one ever talks about the day your life flashes before your eyes when you receive an ADHD diagnosis, especially as an adult. Welcome to Sorry I'm Late, the podcast. My name is Amy Neal. I have had ADHD my whole life, but I've known about it for going on four or five years. I am what is called a late adult ADHD diagnosis. And for today's episode, I am just going to share the very beginning of my journey of understanding ADHD and especially how it affects me personally. I've felt divinely guided to start this podcast. It's actually something that I've been wanting to do for months, but it just, you know, it's just scary. Doing new things is scary. I don't know what your spiritual or religious beliefs are or how woo-woo you are, but I'm very (laughs) woo-woo. And I have just felt very inspired to share my story and to start this podcast to share with whoever I can help. And even if it's just one person or 10 people who need to hear this message and know that they're not alone and to learn more about this cognitive disability and how it will affect how it affects their life. So I wanted to start with my story of the day I received my diagnosis. At this point in time, I was in my undergraduate program, actually at Brigham Young University, my degrees in advertising. But uh, there was just there just came a point that concentration and doing homework was so hard and not only like could I just not do it I had to like use sheer force of will to get that concentration and I noticed I noticed that I was like hey this isn't normal I haven't always had to use just force of will to be able to focus I also started noticing some other red flags that seemed a little unusual, like my concentration levels would just go through the roof. Whenever I had a Red Bull or a Monster, my concentration levels were just amazing. And folks with ADHD, caffeine makes them concentrate. And so I started realizing I could never get any of my schoolwork done unless I had had some caffeine. So honestly, it was just those two things, the physical sensation of how hard it was to force myself to focus. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, there's no way everyone else feels this way. And in addition to the the caffeine thing, those were the only reasons why I thought, hey, I wonder if maybe I, I have ADHD. And little did I know, I was about to step into a world that was far more complicated and nuanced than I ever could have anticipated. So jump to the day that I had scheduled an appointment with my then psychiatrist. I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect, but I came in knowing that I was struggling with concentration and that I wanted to get an official screening from a professional who knew, you know, what the hell they were talking about. Someone who was trustworthy. I can't recall what exactly what questions she asked me in the screening 
But there were certain questions like, do you find yourself struggling to concentrate even when it's really important? Do you find yourself always struggling to be on time to things? Do you find yourself in situations where you have regretted your actions because you acted on impulse? So just certain questions like that. And I was like, yeah, check, check, check. This all sounds like me. Yeah. I can't remember how many questions it was. It had to be anywhere from 15 to 30 questions. I also came in that appointment to be screened for just for everything. That was the day I also got an official diagnosis for post-traumatic stress disorder, which I was not expecting that either. So it's kind of a blur. It's hard for me to remember everything that was asked. As soon as we finished the questionnaire, she goes, yeah, well, looks like you have ADHD. There are two different kinds. There is attentive and there is hyperactive. And you know, ADHD stands for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. There used to be ADD as well, which, you know, stood for attention deficit disorder. And they used to be two separate things. And then some people would be like, hey, yeah, I have both ADD and ADHD. ADD has kind of been phasing out. It's a little bit of an archaic term. We don't have to talk about that, get into that right now. That's something we can discuss in another episode. However, she told me, yeah, you, you are hyperactive. And I said attentive. I meant to say inattentive. So you can be hyperactive or you can be inattentive or you can be both. And I have both. And I was like, what? And I just sat there and it, I let it soak in. And you know how people always say right before you die, your life flashes before your eyes. All these memories from your past, you can remember them so vividly and they all just come to you like bam, 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 like one right after the other. No one ever talks about the day your life flashes before your eyes when you receive an ADHD diagnosis, especially as an adult. She said that to me and I was like, oh, holy shit, wait a second. If I have ADHD, like I knew that if I had it now, that means I've always had it. That's the thing with ADHD is I knew that at the time that I happened to know ADHD is something that's typically not developed over time. It's typically something you have had since childhood, since you were born. She got into like describing about like, okay, so like what does this mean? She's like, so people with ADHD typically struggle with ABCD, you know. Like, you know, impulsive behavior, being late to things, like losing track of time easily, having huge emotions that are so overwhelming that you can't handle them, not being able to handle your emotions well, you know, talking fast, talking too much, interrupting people on accident, forgetting important dates and appointments, forgetting you have a, you know, like a subscription and and you keep paying for it and you're like, oh, I forgot that existed. So it's like when you don't see something out of sight, out of mind, not being able to concentrate in school, like having to reread sentences or passages five or six times. Daydreaming, you get my point. It was such a shock to me to hear all of these enumerated one after the other and be like, yeah, this sounds like me. This sounds like me my whole life. And I was like, I had no idea that these things that I've always struggled with and have given me such pain and I have, you know, 
berated myself for just for decades over not being able to do XYZ. Hearing that this is all connected to one core reason, that is such a trip. And then immediately after, I felt relief. Like, I'm just not this, I'm not a shitty human being who has like uncontrollable character flaws. These are all something that is part of a disability that has a force of its own. This isn't me. It explained in put perspective so many things about myself and could not tell you how many memories from my past. I just saw child Amy, little Amy. It's almost like I saw my life from an entirely new perspective. And that is crazy trippy. That is kind of an out-of-body experience. And what I'm referring to, like the, the feeling of this, is it's kind of like, I always kind of like it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dumb analogy maybe, but I'm an office fan. I have seen the seasons probably every season or every episode at least five times per episode then peacock tv came out that streaming service and they have extended episodes this has been my experience with them which i feel like is relatable to this experience of looking back on my life the episodes the extended episodes on peacock tv of the office it's like I've seen those episodes so many times. I have the storylines, the story arcs, everything. I have it memorized, basically. And with these extended episodes, it was like seeing that episode for the first time again. If you have recently received an official diagnosis, or if you are seeking one out, like thinking about it, we got to talk about feelings that you might experience. And this is according to my own experience. In addition to just basic research that I've done on the internets, Uncle Google helped me out with this. So typical feelings that will happen immediately after an adult diagnosis of ADHD is relief. People also feel comfort because they know they have answers. It puts into context all of the things that they've been struggling with have been giving them so much pain for years. It explains why they've been struggling so much when it seems like no one else struggles like that. And I resonate with this one personally. I felt relief and comfort because I realized there was a, re a rhyme and a reason to all of this. I also concurrently felt such indignation and a little bit of resentment, particularly to my caretakers as a child my parents, my teachers, those huge figures as a child that when you're growing up, you just have your people like your coaches, your teachers, your religious leaders. I was just a little kid. There was no way I was going to know about this. I didn't know any different. Why the hell did nobody notice this? Why am I sitting here in a psychiatrist's office at 27 hearing this for the first time? How did it take me nearly three decades to figure this out. I just felt like, why did no one have my back that way? That is something that I can cover in another episode another time about, you know, forgiving your parents and caretakers and your teachers, etc. That, that they didn't recognize that you were struggling with this. That's something we can talk about another time. Kind of overwhelmed and a little defeated. I just felt so overwhelmed being like, wow, like I feel like I have a lot of work ahead of me to get on top of this, to get ahead of this. Also, not to mention that 
I felt a little broken. Just every diagnosis I've ever received, it's just like, it just feels like it's just one after the other and one other way that I'm broken. One other way that I'm not functioning the way I'm supposed to be. One other way that I'm different than everyone. I also felt sadness, empathy for little Amy. I had constantly berated myself growing up. I just had heinous self-talk. I was always really hard on myself. And this is also something that is incredibly common for folks with ADHD. That's something I can address in another episode. I just felt such sadness for her. She didn't know this was something that she couldn't help. She didn't know anything different. I felt so sad for myself because also like, what would my life have looked like now if I had known back then? Would I have been more successful? Would I have had more friends? Would I have been smarter? You know, would I have done better in certain areas in school? I mean, I had always done really well in school. Where would I have been if I had just, if I had only known? And you know, personally, I also felt a lot of sadness for young Amy because I was bullied growing up often for the same reason that I was just this hyper freak. And because I was hyper, people also thought that meant that I was just stupid. I kind of want to wrap up this episode, but my main goals for this episode and for this podcast is the following. One, you are not your diagnosis. Okay. What I mean is you are still you. You have always been you. This diagnosis does not replace who you are. It is not your identity. It just happens to be a medical label. There just so happens to be, you know, doctors and psychologists, experts in their medicinal field have studied and compiled a list of traits that certain people experience and they happen to call it attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And honestly, realizing just how deep and nuanced this this disability goes, I want to be able to talk about that with folks who were in the same position as me four years ago. I also want to be sharing Create This Podcast because it is really hard to receive a late diagnosis of ADHD as an adult versus if you receive one as a child or as an adolescent. But don't get me wrong. I'm not saying one experience is harder than the other. It's all hard. Everyone experiences ADHD differently and it's all hard. It's all valid. But the thing is, is like, I do kind of want to say this is my personal belief. Finding out you have ADHD decades later, rather than if maybe you found out when you were a kid, your life is forever changed. You would have a different life if you knew when you were younger versus now when you have to rewire your brain, how you see yourself how you've seen your struggles, how you talk to yourself. And I want to be there for you because I've been through it and I know the pain. I also want to convey to you, you're not alone. You might feel like no one else feels this way. Everyone is doing better than me. No, you're not alone. There are other folks who have experienced the exact same things that you've been through. There have been people who have felt the pain from the same life experiences that you've had. I also want to teach you, you need to be kind to yourself. From now on, from here on out, we need to reprogram 
our self-deprecating language that we learned as we grew up. That's a thing of the past. We are leaving that behind. We are being self-compassionate. We are giving ourselves so much patience. We are giving ourselves love. We are on a road to acceptance now. Also, it's time for us to start validating our experiences. And if no one has done that for you yet, to do that. Listen, your life has been hard. You've struggled. You've had to use sheer force of will just to function like your peers and everyone else in the world. It's been fucking hard and so painful. And that makes sense. You need to know that it makes sense that you feel this way and that it's been hard. If you feel like you are drowning, if you can barely hold it together, you can barely get by, it makes sense. This is hard. It is hard to live with ADHD. It is considered a disability. That's how hard it is. It's comparable to other disabilities. You need to get this in your mind. I want to be here for you if you'll let me. And I don't know you but I love you. You are my fellow neurodivergent friend. (laughs) And we can get through this together. If you are tuned in to this, thank you so much. I am so grateful. I feel so honored that you happen to have invested some of your precious time to listen to my podcast and to listen to me of all people. I will catch you next time on another episode of Sorry I'm Late the podcast. Oh, one final thing. I have to put in this little disclaimer. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes. It is intended to foster community, to help you learn about yourself. And this is not in any way a replacement for professional care or advice from a mental health professional. If you think you have ADHD, please seek out a professional. 